And coming in hot, just like that Spider-Man trailer that just dropped recently, it is the latest episode of the Firmware Update. I'm one of your hosts, Malcolm Spinetti, and joining me finally, not because he was late or anything, it's because it feels like we've been waiting an eternity to record the show, it is Joe <laughs> Garcia. How are you doing, buddy? I'm all right. Oh, man. <laughs> Folks, the journey to get to this episode has been one of the most heart-wrenching experiences. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you the tale right now. It's pretty amusing. We recently got together with uh, RK to sort of get ideas on how to make the show better. More on that in a second. And uh, he told us, you know, you know, you may want to actually use your Twitter some. So we're like, oh, that's a great idea, innovative. And uh, so, <laughs> as you've been noticing, we've been like using the Twitter more and more, or to keep you up to date with the news and what have you. And uh, after like the first week of doing that, you know, that's when I really realized, Jesus, Jesus Christ, a lot of stuff happens in a week. So <laughs> was looking forward to contacting Joe just to do a show as soon as we can't, could because we were literally like posting like 10 things a day, it felt like. And as I'm about to contacting him, I'm open up my laptop to get it started. No screen. It bleeds <laughs> out for a second. And I was like, okay, so I restart screen just goes to black won't turn on now it's on on like i can see the buttons light up on my keyboard but the screen itself not coming up i have to wait till saturday which was my next day off i take it to apple and apple's like yeah this was made in 2009 bro we don't make parts for it anymore so you're gonna have to go to this random location and i'm like all right so i take it to a place called 10 plus and you know i give them 50 bucks they for part for labor i guess and they look it over and uh long story short and this has been a part of some of this heartache here i find out that my my good old lap macbook which saw me through college and through the show since its inception is on its last legs buddy it's on borrowed mm. time <laughs> apparently it's got a faulty logic board which uh on for this computer it's a rare computer because uh, it's a 17 inch screen which i found out that mac didn't make too many of and in fact has never made another one since this one yeah i think they made 17 inch macbooks for like two years and then just stopped yeah so like not only is the the logic board hard to find it's also currently non-existent as the guy even mentioned to me he couldn't find it and he told me between getting that parts and labor and stuff i would be spending eight upwards to eight hundred dollars on repairs and he's like, like at that at that point you may as well just get a new computer so yeah Joe's been doing his best to help me out as he is my link to Best Buy and what have you. So we're <laughs> seeing if he can get get me any deals here. Uh, the good news as far as my computer is for right now, it is on. It is how we're recording the show for <laughs> you right now. So I'm hoping that it stays on at least till Christmas where I could, worst case scenario, get a Black Friday deal on a on a laptop to replace this one. <laughs> but I'm going to miss this one, this guy, buddy. <laughs> saw me through a lot of times here but anyway that's not, that's that's only the midway section of the story because of course they tell me now you want to back this thing up like do you know how to use <laughs> use that time capsule or whatever the heck their max uh backup thing is called like no i've actually never run it it's like all right we'll just bring a hard drive over and we'll show you how to do it so i grab my hard drive which i've done multiple backups and before people shake their fists at me for how stupid i am because I used one that was in use. I had done a few backups on here. Like I actually had my PS4 backup on this one at the time that I brought it in. So I thought it would be possible to do another backup on this one. So I bring my one terabyte hard drive and I bring I bring it in 
and the woman plugs it in and she starts like going through the menus that pop up really quick <laughs> and i see her like for a split second click yes on do you want to partition the hard drive <laughs> and just as she clicks let yes she turns to me and says were you did you have anything on this and i said yeah and she stops it immediately but it's already too late everything on the hard drive it was erased which included all every single episode of the firmware update <laughs> including episodes that we had done at playstation underground before we became the firmware update and she's like oh i'm so sorry and part of me, you know, one part of it was like, I feel like most people would have like exploded at this point, but I actually, t it takes quite a lot to make me explode, namely my wife. But it, it was that. And also, I think I was in a state of shock at that point. The fact that everything was just gone, like five years of the show just gone. And I said, I, I got to go. So, <laughs> so I pack up my stuff. I make the drive home, which it's like a half hour to get to this place from. So I sit down on the bed looking at this hard drive and I make, I call the place back and I'm like praying that I don't get this woman on the phone and I pick up, she picks up, of course. And I was like, Hey, can I speak to a manager, please? And she's like, is this Malcolm? <laughs> so, and I was like, yes, it is. And so I long search sure. She says like, Oh, the manager is away for the weekend. And I'm like, well, that's convenient. And uh, she's like, <laughs> But we think we can recover the information, which was news to me because I'd always been taught that once you format the drive, it's done. But apparently they have ways around it. So I was like, so I was like, all right, whatever. And so I, I, I'll say I'll bring it, bring it in to see what happens. But I'm, I was figuring they, all they were doing is trying to cover their ass and say, oh, we tried to, but da da da. Uh, then a little later, the owner of the store actually does call me from Texas during a wedding. <laughs> To talk to me, like, because he heard what happened and he didn't want to just let me sit and fester for a weekend before talking to me. And he assured me, like, no, 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 this is legit. We've done this multiple times. As long as you haven't saved anything, you, we might be able to help you. And uh, good news, it sounds like we're going to get all those episodes of the firmware update bad. But Jesus freaking Christ, what, <laughs> what a roller coaster two weeks it's been. First week, I'm told that my MacBook of eight years is going to die soon. And then, then the next weekend, oh, but the entire history of the show is gone. Which uh, I'll admit, Joe, I was actually considering suing these people for saying that because that's irreplaceable stuff, right there, man. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's like hundred about five years, of, uh, maybe some would say. Yeah, it's like over a hundred and fifty episodes of firmware update, and that's not even counting the PlayStation Underground stuff we did for a while too. So, uh, but I'm really happy they're bringing it back. So. I'll hopefully pick that up later, but <laughs> enough about me. How you been, Joe? <laughs> uh, I've been all right. Yeah. Um, nothing catastrophic on my end. Good. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, all right over here. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, I will give you guys an update on the firmware update. Ew. Uh, <laughs> we're going to do something a little different for this show. Like one of the conversations we had uh, with RK is perhaps maybe the three to four hour mark might be a little long. So we're going to try what typically was one show and splitting it up into multiple shows. Like today we're is going to be your news, sto news story show where we'll catch you up on all the news and what have you. Still talk about it, still give you our insight on it, but it'll be news focused. Then we'll have shows later 
inter talking about reviews on systems, games, and what have you. Like uh, upcoming, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a have a review show focused on the Switch. We've had uh, two three weeks now to play with it and our thoughts on how it is, what what its uh, future could potentially be, and uh, surprises we've encountered with it. We have a we're also gonna do a review show on Zelda because that's like the one game that switch has so you got to play that so <laughs> also <laughs> also we played a lot of it so yeah jesus christ like like i take it to work with me <laughs> it's like while i'm waiting to start work and while i'm on lunch that's what i do and uh i'm i've been pretty surprised about how how i feel about this game but more on that at, on those particular shows we all, joe has also been playing a lot of mass effect andromeda and I played a little bit of it too, so we'll have like an interesting conversation about that. And then after that, <laughs> we've got, of course, Persona Four. Uh, I think it's safe to say that both me and Joe are getting that one. So, yeah, yeah so we'll be uh, having quite the conversation about that one. Uh, that that game. The more I see about it, the more excited I get. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, I am also looking forward to our Mass Effect Andromeda conversation, <laughs> which, as this year continues, my, my, uh, well, remember when we did the show, we're like, which ones will be the top four seeds? Man, was I off. <laughs> Man, was I off. But, oh boy. But, <laughs> oh God. So, anyway, folks, we've, at, it's actually been a lot of news since we've, uh, since uh, my computer broke down. So let's head right into it. Joe, what happened this week? Or this three weeks of the month? One day you'll get it. You'll yeah, get one it. day I'll get it. <laughs> we need, I cannot, I hope to God we, get, we go back to weekly, then I'll be all set. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Joe, what, what's happened? What has happened? Well, uh, probably the most um, significant news of this period of time <laughs> is that uh, Sony is finally calling off the PlayStation 3 in Japan, uh, at the very least, it seems. Um, did, Kazurai, did they show, like, a video of Kazurai taking one behind a shed? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, actually, um, more more accurately, uh, Kotaku got, got a statement from Sony in Japan saying that PS3 shipment in Japan is ending soon, but the production of PS3 itself is already terminated. Uh, therefore, there are no plans for future PS3 models. Uh, they also added that quote, PS3 shipment in the U.S. already terminated in October 2016, uh, something that I can attest to at my store. Uh, I honestly would have thought it was months before that because I haven't seen <laughs> PS3 uh, in my Best Buy, uh, I think, and even since even before October 2016. So, um, yeah, end of an era. I'm going to miss it. Uh, PS3 had a, obviously a lot of impact on our lives here. <laughs> um, it was this... I, I'll never forget uh, the day that, you know, they announced Metal Gear Solid 4. And, of course, when that game was announced, that at that point, I was like, okay, I'm getting This is happening. And uh, that was, like, my first real big experience on the PS3, which led to me, like, falling in love with the system. Even, like, even more than I recall even with the PS2. And that was a damn good system. Mm -hmm. uh, which, of course, led to me starting writing, which led to me meeting Joe and working on PlayStation University, which led to the birth of this show, which led to us being the PlayStation guys for a long time until PS4 came out, and now everybody's a PlayStation guy. 
but <laughs> but man, yeah, it it had a, I th- I you know granted the the start sucked, but it, it had a it had a good run. I feel yeah for sure. If it, it ended up it took it took a while to find it to find its bearings, but once it did, it, it was great. If you had to say what your favorite PS3 game was, what do you think you what would you call? Oh boy, uh, yes. I mean it's tricky because there's so many games that were uh, both systems, so it's hard to be like. You know, like, hey, like, eventually, like, hey, like, Mass Effect made it to PS3 eventually. It's like, but it's not really, you know, I don't really think of it as a PlayStation game. Mm. Like, or a lot of the multi-platform games uh, from last generation, I don't really think of as a game from one, for one system or another. You know, like, I don't think of Bioshock as, like, or an Xbox game that was exclusive at first. Mm. Like, I just think of it as a last-gen game. Um, but if I were to pick an exclusive, you know, GTA, uh, not GT. Um, you know, Metal Gear Solid Four is a strong one. That would probably be mine, just for like the, <laughs> the reverence I had, at least at the time, for that series and <laughs> what that game meant to me. Yeah, and, like that game was like peak fucking Metal Gear <laughs> in terms of like, like, oh, you don't like our cutscenes? Here's ten hours of cutscenes, <laughs> more than we usually get. It's like holy shit. At, uh, at the same time, and ultimately, it turned out this wouldn't be the end. Like what? Rick Flair versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania should have been as far as an ending to Rick <laughs> Flair's career. I felt like this was the, and it was like at least the end of Solid Snake's story. But I thought this was the perfect ending for that entire arc. Yeah. Like from the beginning to, for me, is the iconic fight between Liquid Ocelot on top of uh, the freaking Metal Gear Rex or whatever they were fighting on. Well, <laughs> right. It was a sub, right? Or what? Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, crazy, crazy game. Like I love that game. Like I played it through. Like I played it straight through three times. Uh, when I when I <laughs> when I first got it, like I bought it. Like I played it, you know, as normal, as, like as best I could normal. But then, like after that, I I did a speed run, and then after that, I did uh, a no de- like a like a run of not being like not not a non lethal like no detection run. Mm. I was able to do that. I was like, I had a lot of fun. Back. Like, like I, I could do a show just on <laughs> that, that game, like from like, you know, granted, you know, you, once you got over the fact that, you know, Hideo hated Snake so much that he made him an old freaking man, it, like every, like <laughs> his Octa camo, I thought was really cool and ingenious and all the callbacks, seeing like all the uh, characters from the previous game come back for this one game, how they made Raiden from being the biggest joke of the entire series into like one of the fucking most badass characters of it I've ever seen. Like granted it <laughs> it took quite a bit, but <laughs> it they, they did a great job. Like I was fucking angry. This guy's great. <laughs> and uh returning the Shadow Moses, which led to which, you know, the shocker that was you get to not only pilot Metal Gear Rex <laughs> like I don't know about you, but when it cuts to that scene where you're supposed to be moving Metal Gear Rex, I thought it was still in a cutscene, so I didn't move for a few minutes. And I was like, "Did the game freeze? What's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> and then it leads into Rex versus Metal Gear Ray, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's good uh, stuff. It is. It is. Um, I guess. It, I guess I probably should have. I should probably slap myself for not thinking of this earlier, but, you know, obviously games like Last of Us are pretty great. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, the Uncharted games. It felt like the first couple of years, years of uh, the PS4's life, 
was basically Sony saying, hey, I know you missed us the first time around. <laughs> <laughs> we had these really awesome games on the PS3. You probably missed it, like Last of Us, Uncharted, all of it. And <laughs> <laughs> But, oh, yeah, Last of Us, that was that was amazing. That was, right. I, that, I think that absolutely made Naughty Dog right there, even more so than the Uncharted games. Because <laughs> it showed it could do they could do it with a whole bunch of different instances, not just Uncharted. So, oh my god! And I actually, you know, I'll 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 be that guy. I actually enjoyed God of War for what it was, you know. And God of War three, I still thought was is an amazing spectacle. If you just looking at like the grandeur of like fighting Poseidon or fighting with Zeus while on top of Gaia the god of the earth <laughs> and then later fighting inside guy <laughs> like oh. yeah it, it yeah that game is pretty that game is a lot of fun for sure uh man just just a lot of good stuff on the on the old playstation 3 there um like the first platinum i ever got was burnout paradise i always remember that mm. that game was so much fun to go through it's like and i'm telling joe this live here like one of the ideas i i feel like our show could do now is that we should do like for like game of the year we should also have a Hall of Fame of <laughs> some games that we think greatly influence the industry and stuff that deserve like a special shout out. And <laughs> it'll be just as real as the WWE's Hall of Fame. It would be. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just shout the names into the into the ether and, and people will just have to remember because there's no physical place to visit. We'll make a Hall of Fame section <laughs> on our website and it would be like just as good as the WWE. <laughs> but... <laughs> it's like, so that's all you got, huh? Like, Billion dollar company. Uh, one game I would absolutely have to, for my selection, I don't know, we'll, we'll figure out how to do it later. But one of the games that I would accident, I accidentally, I would absolutely push to be in there is Demon Souls because whether people want to admit it a lot, it's sort of created a genre in and of itself. Like how many times have we said a game is a, a Souls like or a Souls style game or something like that? Since then, man, I do hate that descriptor. They need not necessarily not not because I not necessarily because I don't care for those games, but it's like, man, is that really the new catch-all for like anything that is slightly difficult? <laughs> I I don't think it's like so much that it's so much described as difficulty. But like it has to be you know difficult, also third person, and a certain style of combat. Like Zelda is the latest example where you know you're you have a sword and a shield. Or you're just too gripping a large sword, which is very reminiscent of uh, every Souls game in history, if ever. <laughs> but I do agree, we need to come up with a better name for it. I'm just saying Souls-like all the time, or Souls. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, and by the way, what a... I, I have to imagine that uh, Sony just smacks themselves in the head, like, looking back on that. Like, <laughs> they... Because... Don't forget, Demon Souls was an exclusive to Sony, and they basically right. could have given two shits about it. <laughs> yeah, and it like slipped through. Like it came to America with absolutely no fanfare, and yeah, like it was really interesting because like every review I read it was like I wasn't expecting anything from this game, but there's something to this game. Like it's like. <laughs> And like I bought it and I played it and I was like, oh my god, there is something to this game. And I wasn't the only one. Like when I was in uh, video game design school, like uh, my entire programming class were all these Souls guys. 
And all they would do is just like at the beginning of before class started, would just huddle up and talk about strategies and stuff they were doing and uh, how many playthroughs they'd done in their games. And it became this really huge thing. And unfortunately, they didn't secure from software and they went, they created Dark Souls, which went on to do pretty well, I I imagine, on both consoles. (laughs) Yeah. So trust me, Neo isn't going anywhere this time around. (laughs) They're like, nope, you're with us, man. <laughs> oh, that also reminds me, like Neo PlayStation exclusive, near PlayStation exclusive. Something I didn't realize: Persona Five PlayStation exclusive. Uh huh. I, I you, didn't realize. You, I, I could have sworn it was coming to both consoles. Why did you think of that? <laughs> I, I didn't hear. Like it's one of those, like you hear Uncharted and God of War and like things like those being touted as these heavy duty PlayStation exclusives. I, you don't really hear that that often about Persona. What? <laughs> like, you don't hear Shuhei Yoshida come out and say, only on the PlayStation can you play it. Like, no, like, it's just like I, I hear about it, but I never actually hear exclusive that often when uh, talking about Persona 5. So. Yeah, all right. All right. right. Okay. <laughs> you, this is a major year for PlayStation. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, that was... Like, weirdly, like, over, like, like, even as, you know, people are, or, like, you know, like, buying PS4s left and right, like, like, I would still hear people say, like, oh, but there aren't really any games, are there? It's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's like, it's like, not even, like, like, I didn't even believe that, like, a year or two ago, unless, unless, like, all right, there's still, like, more games in here than on the Xbox, but, like, even now, like, but especially now, it's like, like, I don't think, like, I don't remember the last tentpole release for the Xbox, uh, like, the last one that I think was, was released. Halo Wars 2 was the last yeah. one. Yeah. Which came out a couple weeks ago, and it's like, man, that's when you look at Sony with like Horizon Zero Dawn, and then all these other like third-party exclusives, and then you've got like even Nintendo with like Zelda, and then here comes Microsoft with Halo Wars too. It's like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, like I-, I gotta give Nintendo some credit here because I'm critical of them, but I gotta give them props when they deserve it here. But they might be sneaking up on that number two spot if they keep this up. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that. Like that game is fucking killer. <laughs> um, it's like so. Like the last three exclusive for Xbox I can remember are Halo Wars Two, of course, um, uh-huh. Recore, which man, <laughs> did, did that not live up to anything? <laughs> and uh, Quantum Break, which three oh swings oh. and three misses. It feels like there. <laughs> um. Shit. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, Gears of War 4 came out was good. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. It was better than all of those games. <laughs> uh, Put that on the back of the box. <laughs> definitely definitely beat the shit out of Quantum Break, holy shit. And ReCore, um, Jesus Christ. ReCore was, like, did you hear some of the horror stories about ReCore? No. Oh my god, like, I think the whole thing with uh, No Man's Sky and everything, with how bad that game was, and quantum break too for that matter so it would like they were so bad it clouded how just how bad it was like i actually heard about this from giant bombcast but apparently in the game you have four main powers but there was supposed to be a fifth one which they cut out however like the placement for it on the menu is still there so you think that you're going to get a fifth one, but you never do. And <laughs> it's also possible to get stuck in dungeons where you don't have the power to complete it, but you can. You, people found themselves in there and they had to completely restart their games. <laughs> oh, man. Like, it was 
very, very buggy. So no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, between I mean, Forza Horizon Three was really good too. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give them credit for that as well. Like, I love that game. But like between that and Gears, like those are like the two biggest exclusives they've had. And like shit, it's like Halo Wars Two is like, like that's fine if you <laughs> liked the first Halo Wars game. Enough people did, I guess, to justify a sequel. But I don't remember really hearing anybody saying, "Oh man." No need to sequel those Halo Wars. Like, what the fuck? Really? Um, got to say what you will. Those commercials, at least, were pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, between, like, so many of their exclusives being just kind of, like, not great, like, like with Quantum Break, with ReCore, um, them canceling something like Scalebound, which looks super promising. Uh, yeah, like, all this shit. And then, it's like, man, it's like, they don't really have a lot going on over in Xbox land, unfortunately. Yeah, like... Uh... Question: I was gonna, What's coming? Like, like they've got that Sea of Thieves game that people are are pretty excited about. Um, that pirate game from Rare. Um, but yeah, like I think they've got Crackdown Three. Um, but that game's year, been so yeah. long. Yeah, but that game's been so far, like so long in the pipeline that it's like it kind of makes you wonder what that game is actually like. How well that game's actually can do? Um, because like I remember the original Crackdown came out fuck ten years ago. Um, you know, and that game was a lot of fun, and then they had Crackdown 2, but it was, like, exactly the same game, basically, except it, was, it had zombies as enemies instead. It's like, well, <laughs> this was lazy, wasn't it? <laughs> um, it's like, it's it's why I'm really looking forward to E3 this year, and if there's one conference where one of the companies absolutely needs to nail it, it's microsoft's which is going to be weird because uh they not only have to worry about showing off hey we have a future but they <laughs> with, with games but they're also probably going to talk a lot about the scorpio this time around yeah yeah definitely and you definitely want something like you really want a temple game to be able to like yeah this is the reason we're like this like this is the reason you want to get a scorpio or at the very least an xbox one uh even if it's <laughs> you know like something something that makes you want to even dip your toe in the xbox you know waters um yeah i'm definitely interested to see because man um i mean it's not like i mean even though like we're in an era now where it's like we have so many good third-party games where it's like like a system like even without like all these without any really like great exclusives um like an xbox one is still isn't like a waste of money or anything like that um if that's the way you want to go but it's like man like microsoft themselves as a as a publishing studio like they've seen better days for sure. Like, like just looking at this year alone, like we, I think we started with uh, Gravity Rush Two, which I played a little bit of before the rush of games hit. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I know you had a different experience, but I actually really liked it. I, I actually found it quite charming, and uh, I was enjoying using the gravity powers again, and especially throwing stuff, which I. <laughs> I know that was a thing in the first game, but I didn't use it that much. And I was like, oh, wow, this is a time saver right here. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was actually enjoying that. So and then we had Yakuza 0 and then we had Nier, and which oh, excuse me, Neo, which shocked like much like Demon's Souls shocked everybody. You're like, oh, my God, this is actually really good. <laughs> and then you had Nier Automata, which granted you and I only didn't get i think mainly because once again there's so many games coming out and we got limited money jobs uh, right but i've heard nothing but good things about it and on top of that we i know i'm 
you know, we've got Persona 5 coming out in just a little bit of time. So PlayStation has just been throwing, like, exclusive after exclusive after exclusive. We still have Uncharted Legacy coming. We still have that Spider-Man PS4 game coming. Uh, We still have... And there's still stuff on the horizon. So... PlayStation like, has really just been going off on a combo on us. It feels like yeah, like like I like I'm pretty like I think from the looks of it, like it looks like they're gearing God of War to come out this year, you know, in the fall or in the holiday season. Oh God! So <laughs> what the yeah, hell like, is our game of the year tournament gonna look like? <laughs> yeah, it's been it's <laughs> yeah, it's 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 been a really great fucking year for games. Like like last like last time I think we had it this good was like 2007. Yeah, when it was when it was like. So many fucking great games that came out, like Bioshock and Mass Effect and Mario Galaxy, and it's like fuck. <laughs> I mean, I've I've been thinking about it because it feels like we're getting. Cl- it's hard to believe because with P- especially with PS4 killing it like it is, but it kind of feels like we're about due for there's going to be a, P- a PlayStation Five style announcement. If there was a time to not do it, I feel like it's this year. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't think we're going to see anything uh, in terms of new hardware for at least another year. Yeah, I, I think you're right there, too. I, I think right now, especially with Sony, is like on a wait-and-see style uh, thing with, like, see how reception is for Scorpio, which is supposed to be super souped up. Yeah. So, like, I do think if we do get a PlayStation 5, well, of course we're going to get a PlayStation 5, but I think when we do... I kind of feel like it's going to be, and this is a small spoiler for our our Switch combo. I think it'll be kind of like a Switch because I don't know about you, Joe, but like while I was playing Zelda, uh, the big thought that kept creeping up in my mind was, I like this game is cool, but I'd love to be able to play Horizon at work, or I'd love to play one of these other PlayStation Four games on here, and I th- and I feel <laughs> like, well, the power of remote play in your PlayStation Vita, Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> All you need is a very beefy Wi-Fi connection, both at home and at work, and you can play Horizon anytime. And there lies the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure to leave your PS4 on when you leave home. Uh, and and it's as simple as that. <laughs> so, but, you know, we uh, talked about on one of our last episodes that a uh, copyright or plan leak was out where it looked like a Sony version of a switch, which, you know, everyone's like, Oh, they're copying switch. Like, well, no, they caught, they filed for this ages ago. So <laughs> probably not. But, uh, I, I personally feel like Sony is like seeing the success of Nintendo right now and just high fiving each other so much. Right? <laughs> you know, like, yep, we, we got this in the bag, but anyway, like, and once again, Nintendo is killing it. I mean, they, their, their exclusives are literally legendary. And to their credit, they're actually releasing pretty and pretty like Zelda right now. Like, I I feel like one thing I will say about it is you can no longer say it's not a system seller because it's doing quite well. Yeah. But anyway, we sort of went off on a rant there. My God. (laughs) I feel like we went off on several rants because this is still the first news story. (laughs) So just to wrap it up in a nice little bow, uh, PS3. (laughs) Thank you for so many, so many awesome memories. Like uh, it's a system that that inadvertently led me to meet Joe and create this podcast. So I'm always going to hold PS3 quite dear, which is why I still have two of them in my house somewhere. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, so like much. I still got mine hooked up. Like I still fire up 
Gran Turismo Six every now and then. Yeah, I mind. I haven't turned it on since I I platinum Dark Souls Two on it, but it's still hooked up, ready to go. It's almost like a luck charm or something at this point. <laughs> All right, Joe. What else happened? All right, what else have we got here? We've got um NPD numbers. We've got sales numbers for February twenty seventeen because the- these things happen like a week after <laughs> we recorded them. Which the results might surprise you. <laughs> Make it sound like we're selling something on TV. <laughs> there has to be a better way. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So <laughs> some hard numbers here. Uh, on the hardware side, $204 million in sales, which is down 30% from uh, the same period in 2016. Software at $344.2 million, which is down 14%. Um, so a down... A down uh, a down month, uh, year over year. Well, clearly but, uh, it's the end of the industry, Joe. <laughs> well, clearly we're just not going to make video games anymore. Um, <laughs> but as far as hardware is concerned, of course, the PlayStation 4 uh, did lead uh, lead the way, as it usually does uh, in terms of hardware. Uh, but like I said, over, year over year, uh, hardware is a little bit down over. Right. But uh, Well, it's not nice, but, you know, it's <laughs> still, I was saying nice uh, PlayStation still doing well, but I digress. <laughs> Um, let's see, in terms of video games, uh, in terms of software, uh, top-selling game of the month was For Honor, uh, Ubisoft For Honor. Uh, number two, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. So, uh, when did that come out in January? Was that like the last week of January? Uh, yeah, 7 was like uh, the 23rd, I believe. Okay. So, yeah, you'd have to believe that the bulk of its sales uh, were in January, February then. Uh, yeah, January 24th. Yeah. So, so and it was number more... and it was number 1 the month before. So yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. Yeah. Okay. Um so that yeah, that means Runner sold quite a bit then. Um yeah, number 3 Grand Theft Auto 5, Juggernaut there. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Remember the last the last show we reported that that game has sold 75 million copies uh, across all platforms. So that game will be on there uh, for the foreseeable future, I think. This is why uh, it took so long to make Red Dead, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Sure. Um, let's see, NBA 2K17 at number 4, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare at number 5, uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege climbing back into the top 10 at number 6, um, I think they just released, uh, or they just started the second season of DLC, so I think that's what's kind of, uh, getting that game back on the sales chart here. I was also uh, Madden, say, I thought it also had a sale of some kind on it last month too, so. Yeah, I think so too, I think when, the, to hype up the, the, the second season of DLC, they're like, hey, come get the game for 20 bucks i think or something like that right right um madden 17 at number seven battlefield one at number eight uh neo at number nine and overwatch rounding out the top 10. nine for neo that's not bad yeah and um for some reason this let's see yeah this doesn't include digital sales uh oh. for neo it includes digital sales for the other games but for whatever reason neo uh isn't part of that oh that's actually uh, even more impressive then <laughs> <laughs> yeah and in Overwatch's case, they're not including anything sold on Battle.net, uh, or what is formerly called Battle.net. Uh, <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> Battle.net.com coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> Battle.net.com. Um, yeah, so that rounds out the top ten uh, for games. Does uh, For Honor surprise you? Um, a little bit, yeah. Um, just because it's, I mean, it's such an unusual game in that it's not, not that it's a multiplayer-only game, but it's a multiplayer-like melee game. Um, like it has a single player component, but like multiplayer is definitely the, like the selling point for that game. Um, yeah, and then it's 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 cool to see that there's a 
different spin on multiplayer that you can take and be successful. Yeah, like, I know I made the joke multiple times with so many games coming out, like games like For Honor are going to get get hurt, but apparently they did pretty good. Uh, conspicuous by its absence, I would feel like most people are probably thinking, is Horizon. Uh, don't worry about that game. Keep in mind it was only out for one single day in February. <laughs> yeah, it came out the 28th of February. So. <laughs> so I'm sure we'll see it pretty high in the following in the march one but yeah but yeah so for honor doing pretty i've actually heard nothing but really positive things about that like i had a friend who would just like post like kill after kill after kill <laughs> he did on that yeah one, so. yeah i got a co-worker uh who does the same thing like he play, like he he was all in on the beta like he he's been playing that game uh on you know on his xbox and like he'll come into work and say <laughs> with like He's like, hey, bro, you gotta check out these. You gotta check out these sweet kills that I did. I was like, okay, and I, I look at him. I was like, holy shit, you murdered that man. <laughs> um, um, I like yeah, the like, idea of you just like uh, very casually, like, oh wow, you murdered that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy died. I think like the most impressive one I've seen. Like a guy was like fighting one guy, then another guy from his team started helping him out, and he was losing and losing and losing, and finally. At the last second, one guy goes to swing, and he, I guess you can counter slash, and he does it at just the right time that he not only hits the guy attacking him, but his compatriot kills them in one swing. <laughs> it was a hell of a comeback. It was amazing. But yeah, For Honor is doing really well. I, I was a little nervous, especially when they were, when I was like, oh, only three classes? Really? That's it? But, it, <laughs> but uh, it's got some depth, so uh, Ubisoft might have something here. Yeah. So, yeah, big ups to him. Uh, once again, Neo at number nine. I think that's very positive for the future of that game. I think we're definitely yeah. going to see a sequel from that one. And um, yeah, they list uh, the games by platform as well. Uh, looking at the PS4 list, Neo ranked at number four uh, oh, on wow. PlayStation. So, yeah, really good, really good for Neo there. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, right. And what was number two again? What... Number two overall, or for for uh, February? Yeah, uh, Resident Evil. Resident Evil, okay. And Resident Evil doing good, so I feel like it, you know, it, I don't know about it being in the top five or whatever, but I feel like uh, Resident Evil 7 is doing really, really well. So hopefully we get more games like it. Yeah. Once again, I'm not saying we can't have freaking le- <laughs> uh, Kennedy doing bulldogs on the zombies in future games, but I like <laughs> I like what Seven was in its direction. Yeah. Like, there's always going to be room in my heart for Chris Redfield punching a boulder for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> That's, it's still fucking awesome. <laughs> like, what are you doing? That's not how you push stuff. Like, it's funny. Like, Leon Leon Kennedy went from in Resident Evil Two being this idiot rookie cop, like. Okay, he wasn't an idiot, but he was a rookie, and he it was like his first day, like literally. And then now he is like the epitome of a badass in Resident Evil Seven. Like he could probably go toe to toe with Albert Wesker, fully, fully uh, in full strength, the way he's portrayed right now in the freaking in the series. But I digress. <laughs> anyway. So, congratulations on those guys, as well as congratulations on PlayStation 4. They reclaimed the throne, so to speak. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. But speaking on sales of, of Horizon here, like, even though it didn't chart on February's uh, thingy here, uh, obviously it'll be charting very high, as Malcolm said, on, in March's thing, because, um, yeah, they've 
or at least as of March 16th, uh, that game sold over 2.6 million units uh, in its first two weeks, uh, which is a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That is a lot for both a new IP and for an exclusive title. Um, Easily Gorilla's biggest debut ever, uh, or biggest, uh, yeah, their biggest debut, because even with Killzone, it's like as, as, as well as that, I mean, it didn't like it. I mean, it wasn't like a huge series or anything. Uh, if as much as Sony wanted it to be, uh, like it was, it was still strong enough to to spawn four games, six if you include the portable ones. Mm. Um, so for for them to put out Horizon Zero Dawn uh, and have it be as successful as it was, that's that's really exciting stuff. Have you had a chance to play? Is it like on Redbox yet, or? Uh, no, I don't think it's on Redbox. But damn it, actually, I think it is. But but you know, like again, with all these games coming out right now, it's like I don't really have. I had to choose between Zelda and Horizon that week. So I was like, well, I'm going to go ahead and get the Switch. <laughs> no, Joe, you should have gotten the Switch with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just put it on the counter and just look at it. Oh, that's a good looking system. <laughs> <laughs> get the Switch and, and get Horizon instead of Zelda. That would make sense. <laughs> well, Horizon, as someone who did get Horizon at launch, uh, absolutely need to get this game. It's awesome. No, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, like, once we get through, once once I get through Mass Effect and then Persona after that, uh, that that's probably going to be the first game that I play. There you go. That's the spirit. I like, I get, once I get through Mass Effect and Persona 5. Yeah, it's going to be a while. <laughs> it's you probably know, not going to happen until May. Here. So, 2019, I think I'll probably throw it on the money for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I hope you do get a chance to, you know, at least like rent it for a weekend or something like that. Because, you know, that's as it is right now, I would put that in the number one seed spot, like out of what we have now, I'm saying Mm -hmm. like Red Dead could come out tomorrow and probably take it. But I'm just saying it's like it's it's definitely a top contender for game of the year, I feel as of right now. But yeah, Horizon. I'm really happy not only for Guerrilla Games, but you know, a new IP doing really well is always really, really awesome. Like I've had friends who don't have PS4s that borrowed PS4s from other friends just to play this game. <laughs> so just to give you an idea of like how much the interest is out there, and granted, it may have just begun with something as dumb as oh, there are robot dinosaurs, but. <laughs> <laughs> Which, to be frank, you know, that's what hooked me at first. Like, what the, f- the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you think you're playing, like, uh, Far Cry Primal, and all of a sudden a robot dinosaur walks into frame. It's like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, this game's going to have tremendous appeal. Like, I don't want to, like, jinx it and say this could be the... Aloy could be the next Nathan Drake as far as the PS4 is concerned, but... Uh, Gorilla made a very fantastic franchise and, in a sense, reinvented itself. So, sadly for Killzone fans, it might be a while before you ever see another game, but uh, I feel like we got something better in exchange. Yeah. All right. What else happened? Uh, PlayStation Now. Um, last time we talked about PlayStation Now, they were cutting off the servers from basically anything that isn't a PS4 or PC. Um, but in exchange for that, Malcolm, PlayStation Now, it will be getting PlayStation 4 games uh, in the near future. Ooh. Yeah, so um, you'll be able to play, presumably, games like Uncharted 4 uh, and whatnot uh, via the service. I don't know. What do you, what do you think of that? Uh, I think it's a necessary step. Uh, I understand why it wasn't a part, why the PlayStation 4 library wasn't around in the beginning. Because, you know, you're trying to 
encourage people to buy the games. But I think uh, PlayStation has been around for a long enough time now that it has like a a decent catalog that you could put up on there without hurting overall sales of future games. So it's a, I I figure it's a win-win. I I still wish that PlayStation now was a little bit more affordable per month. Like granted, if you were, I believe it's like, if you, 20 bucks a month, it's 20 bucks. Like I, 9.99 is like the dream price for that on a monthly basis. Right. Which is, (laughs) which is what Xbox will be charging for their game pass. Uh, when that launches yeah which uh i feel like once that launches we may see a change like at that point ain't that that's one spot where microsoft could have a, an advantage and i feel like sony may not want that advantage so <laughs> right i mean if they do want to still charge 20 bucks a month but yeah like they're gonna have to add um quite a few things to, to that library to, to make it to, to justify it because i mean i mean the, the advantage that playstation's always going to have over xbox i feel um, is that they they just have a bigger library of things to, to kind of reach back into. Uh, like if they were to add PS1 and PS2 games into the service, like that would make it really compelling at 20 bucks a month. Like even if like 20 bucks a month would still be a lot of money, but it's like, well, look at all the fucking games you can play uh, as a result. So right now, as it stands right now, uh, it's just a PS3 game service uh, with PS4 games coming in the future. It's like 20 bucks a month is a pretty big fucking ass. Uh, but hopefully as you add more games, um, it'll be worth money. Yeah, like I said, if they want to be competitive, they need to get like nine ninety nine is like the perfect spot. Like they could even tear it out. Like have like, hey, for four ninety nine you get access to PS one games. If you put down six ninety nine, you get PS one and PS two. Uh, then you know, like nine ninety nine PS three as well. Or they're even like if they want to be stingy, eleven ninety nine and you get PS four or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, like. Cause it, you know, twenty bucks a month. Fuck that. No, <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. I, I, yeah, I feel like ultimately what you're paying for is is for like their servers. Because PlayStation Now, um, unlike like the difference between the Xbox Game Pass and PlayStation Now, and from like a purely functional level, uh, the Game Pass is just con- it will simply allow you to like download these games and play them like natively on your Xbox, which is, you know, definitely different from what PlayStation Now does where like the game plays uh, on a console remotely, basically, and you're streaming that. Um, so there's always going to be a little bit of latency, uh, even on the best connection with PlayStation Now. Um, and that's like an ongoing cost as well, to, like maintain those servers and, and those systems that are running the games uh, wherever it is that they play. Um, and I feel like that's where a lot of the $20 goes every month. Yeah. I mean, yeah, whereas whereas the Xbox Game Pass puts more of the the onus on like, oh yeah, like how fast can you download this forty gig game? <laughs> uh, but it's you know it's a one time thing. Yeah, that and giving the ability to download. Like, imagine, oh, like if if they if PS Five is like Switch and you can like not only take the game on the go but download it as well to play it everywhere. Oh God, that would be a slam dunk right there. But <laughs> that's a lot of what ifs right there. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, like. It's been like that ever since the PlayStation Now launched, like even before, like when I was a part of the beta and I was enjoying playing all the games on there. But then they're like, okay, now we want you to pay for the beta. And I was like, no, F that. Like, <laughs> and then they announced the prices like, okay, that's way too much. Like, yeah, I'm trying to think of the last uh, subscription service because you got to keep in mind that like everyone has at least like one to maybe five different subscription services like i myself of course got netflix i've got hulu my 
and uh, Crunchyroll. My wife ha- bought, pays for HBO now. So we've, and of course, WWE Network. So we've got like quite a few different things here. So 20 bucks, yeah, like that, that's a definitely no go. Like, yeah, like I've got quite a few things too. Um, and yeah, soon I'm probably, I'm probably going to cut off my, like I've, like I've got Sling TV. Uh, which is like 25 bucks a month. I'm probably going to cut that off probably next month. Uh, but yeah, we, like I've got pretty much all the same subscriptions you do minus Crunchyroll. Uh, Crunchyroll is pretty inexpensive. It's like six ninety nine, which is extremely reasonable for what they're offering. Yeah. And, but yeah, I'm considering cutting stuff too. Like I'm at a point where like, okay, do I need to, do I really need Hulu at this point? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so if if they could just bring down the price, I think they would generate a lot more interest to a point where it might actually make up for what they don't, make up for that 20 bucks and what have you like i was trying to think of like a a network subscription thing that launched in recent memory that actually was like perfect i I would have to actually say it was the wwe network launch if you remember that one yeah like the launch itself okay that that could have been done better but the announcement of it like oh you get every pay-per-view it's like okay that sounds really good well (laughs) yeah like every pay-per-view that's ever mattered in north america it's like all right Like it's starting with WrestleMania, it's like okay, okay. What, what else? It's like we got all these new shows which are actually interesting. Like okay, all right. So then it's like, and then there's the price, and you're thinking, okay, they're gonna. This is where they fuck it up. They're gonna ask for like fifty bucks a month or something. It's <laughs> like nope, nine ninety nine. Like I, I remember staring at. There has to be a cash. This is too perfect. But no, <laughs> it was literally that perfect. Like granted, the first couple of months, the first couple of months sucked because. Everyone wanted it because it was perfect. <laughs> so it was <laughs> laggy and shit, if you remember that. like oh, I, yeah. yeah, I remember taking the day off on uh, WWE Network launch day, and I watched, like, no WWE Network because everything, like, kept stalling and <laughs> crashing. But they, right now they have their shit together. So I, I love me WWE Network. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wish I was looking forward to WrestleMania more, but that's in a completely different art discussion whatsoever. So, But anyway, uh, so... Anything else on PlayStation now, buddy? Uh, nah. All right, moving on. All right, so right up, right up to the launch of Mass Effect Andromeda, they they <laughs> they they released you know copies to to reviewers and streamers uh, the week before, and um, yeah, and as people have been playing now as the game we released, it's a little janky in parts, particularly the the facial expressions uh, for a lot of the characters during conversations. Uh, very robotic, very expressionless, uh, very just awkward all around. Um, and it's a very yeah. uncanny valley, my goodness. Yeah, it, it's very uh, not good <laughs> in that regard. It's like um, it, it, it kind of killed the experience for me. Like, it, like when I was hearing these at first, like I was thinking, oh, the the that that's just because it's the alpha stage or whatever like or it's the pre-patch phase i'm sure they'll tighten it up with that big launch day update which is now like a tradition now with games <laughs> uh yeah but uh no <laughs> nope oh, uh, um man okay so um so obviously so one one person that was asked a lot about like hey so what what do you think is actually happening here um was the lead animator for for mass effect 2 i believe uh, or he worked. He, or he. I don't know if he was lead animator on Mass Effect Two, but he definitely worked on the first two Mass Effect games. Uh, he's, and he, with, he's with Naughty Dog, right? Yeah, and he's at, at Naughty Dog now. His name is Jonathan Cooper. Uh, and um, yeah, he. So they, people ask him because that's a pretty good guy to ask. It's like, hey, what, what, what happened <laughs> here? Um, 
They yeah, lost and- the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what what it boiled down to, or at least, I mean, because he can only theorize because he's not he's on the outside looking in mm. uh, like everybody else. But what he what he posits here is that um, you know that that they kind of underestimated the amount of work uh, that it takes to to kind of make the facial animations for this big ass you know RPG um, as opposed to to something like that's a little bit more scripted like an uncharted um yeah like like in some cases like he was talking about the technology is like all right like there are like there are systems in place where where you can kind of just kind of make a framework and you just kind of and that, I'm oversimplifying this by a huge margin but you basically you know you kind of enter like what needs to happen at certain points and like the game would kind of like oh hey okay like let's let's make this this way um but i guess <laughs> but with the game being as big as it is they they definitely underestimated the amount of work that they had to do to like fine tune things uh to make them more believable <laughs> and and not robotic um i, I actually had a, a small conversation about this with uh the manager at gamestop who is he's a dude named rob and he's actually a really cool guy to talk to about these things and uh he had as a friend who's also a um, animator at a game studio, and uh, as th- as the way he could best uh, explain it to um, to Rob is like it's like they created like they didn't do mocap for this obviously they didn't do like the extent of stuff that say Naughty Dog does right but instead they created an algorithm that was just focused on the mouth which right. is why they're dead from the nose up. <laughs> <laughs> But the mouth is the thing reacting primarily, which is let's just say a very unorthodox way to go about it. But <laughs> in in my opinion, anyway. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, but then you compare it to you know other big games like you know The Witcher Three, which was another huge game in its own right, but that game had more expressive like facial animations and just kind of more natural like character movement in you know during the the conversation uh, sequences when you're just kind of talking character to character. Um, like, when we talk about this game, I'm really, like, out of, believe it or not, out of all the games we're going to be talking about in the re- in recent in the recent weeks, I'm very much looking forward to talking to you about it, because they're, they're bugged. The game's buggy. The game is... Oh, super- yeah, the game is... The game is janky, is what I'll say. Like, that game, like, that game is definitely not as refined as would have been coming out of, at the Edmonton studio, which actually, which, you know, created and developed the series... The original series, the original trilogy. Uh, this is coming out of the Montreal studio, which which isn't completely inexperienced. They they actually did the multiplayer for Mass Effect Three, uh, and you know obviously that was probably the best received part of Mass Effect Three was the multiplayer. Um, but like the multiplayer is a much more controlled, or at least a much easier. At least in this case, I guess it's a much easier thing to control. Where you know you you focus on making some maps. Uh, you know the characters and all that and you fine-tune all that but you know then expanding to say oh now time to make this giant epic rpg <laughs> it's like well that's a whole different animal mm. um and I, i'm looking forward to talking to about it with you because the bugs that i encounter in the game are probably not gonna may not be the bugs that you can encounter in the game and vice versa like i could right. i'll probably tell you a few stories and you'll be like are you serious wow i had this <laughs> happen and i'm like oh holy shit and like <laughs> <laughs> yeah like for me like i'm not gonna get too specific because because they will have that full conversation later and mm. b like i don't want to take eight hours to talk about every new story <laughs> but 
yeah, like I've had things ranging from like simple, like, oh, yeah, like the conversations look janky or like, oh, I can't activate this mission marker or, or like, oh, this character's just kind of spinning in place, you know, shit like that. Or it's like, like, like I, oh, go ahead. Like, like not to say like the original trilogy was perfect by any means from a technical standpoint, but like there's a lot of just there's a lot of shit that just slipped through the cracks here that I don't think would have slipped through uh, had, you know, Bioware Edmonton worked on it. Yeah, I will say that I also feel like EA is a little bit to blame here. Like, I don't feel I feel like Bioware w- wasn't like, yeah, this is done. I, f- I feel this was like very much uh, EA was like, <laughs> OK, we'll give you till like X day in March, but it's coming out first quarter no matter what. And, yeah, <laughs> uh, but this is going to be a conversation. And I, I will say that I'm I'm really bummed. Like if I had come up to you, Joe, and said. Resident Evil 7, Yakuza 0, oh, Horizon, and Mass Effect. One of these games is going to be a train wreck. Which one do you think it's going to be? <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't have picked Mass Effect. <laughs> I probably would have went Resident Evil, actually. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's not like I dislike the game completely, because I'm like 25 hours, hours into it. Like, I'm like there's still parts of it that I love. Uh, like, it still feels... Like for me, it still feels very Mass Effect in that, like, oh yeah, like like the idea of like scooting around, you know, the galaxy or whatever, and and touching down on different planets and just exploring everything. Like I love, like I I fucking love that shit. <laughs> like like that's what I loved about the original trilogy. Like and like I really like it here, but it's like man, like the game is very eager to like pull you right out of itself by just like <laughs> just with like a bunch of different bugs. That's like man, really. <laughs> uh. Okay, I'll tell you like one thing and then we'll move on to the next story. Cause like, like Joe said, folks, we're going to go in depth about this in a later episode, but, uh, so keep in mind, this was my first real experience sitting down and playing mass effect. And, so, and the Joe and my wife was watching too. She missed the whole thing too. She's actually playing dragon age inquisition right now as we speak. <laughs> so she's, she's been having a lot of fun with that. And, uh, I made the joke about the eyes, like in my playthrough, the eyes are always rolling. And I made, <laughs> I made the joke that it looks like they're reading a cue card behind the person they're talking to. <laughs> right. And, uh, Sandra's seeing all the bugs and stuff. And she's like, I got it. I'm like, you got what? And I'm like, I think I know what Bioware is going for. I'm, I'm like, oh, okay. What do you think they're going for? And it's like, they want it to be like Star Trek. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that, that that's apparent. We just like, she just watched a scene of me like skydiving to a planet service. So it's like, okay, like, all right, I see. Like the movies, I, I could get that. And like, no, no, no. Like the 60s version. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, they're making it look low budget on purpose so it feels like an old school sci-fi movie. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I don't think that's it. That, that, like, I wish, I bet they wish they they tried to spin Doctor like that. But, <laughs> but no, that's not what they're going for. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, but look forward to that conversation in the coming weeks. What else happened? For, what else happened, Joe? Uh, let's see. This week, Malcolm, as we record this, um, Square Enix released a update for Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, uh, it's the game that keeps on giving. The game that keeps on giving. In this case, by taking away parts that sucked about Chapter 13. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, I haven't played Final Fantasy 15 in, in a good while. Uh, probably gonna wait till. Some of that DLC comes out to, to dive back into that. 
Yeah, today uh, episode Gladio. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's <laughs> so it's a uh, it's pretty hefty so. update update around five and a half gigs. Jesus. Uh, yeah. So so what that that includes? Yeah, I mean that's not surprising because as part of the like story, uh, kind of by altering the story, they also went back and like added new cutscenes and voiceovers. So you can see where the five and a half gigs kind of goes. That would probably be the bulk of it. Uh, but on top of the addition of what they are calling chapter verse 13 verse 2 <laughs> which is according to them an alternate route reaching gladiolus uh there's an enhancement of Arca- arcana spells there's the temporary conclusion of time quests which will uh, resume at a later date uh they added two pieces of music to the to the playlist uh for episode gladiolus they added the compatibility for that as well um so yeah pretty pretty big update for Final Fantasy 15. Oh yeah, so as just said, just like to re- reiterate, there'll be a separate segment section with Ignis and uh, Gladiolus. The cool thing about this, from a marketing perspective, is Gladiolus controls very much like he does in the episode Gladiolus DLC. So it's actually a pretty good preview of <laughs> that of that DLC. Uh, on top of that, from what I understand, it's not actually part of the game proper. Like if you've beaten the game. You can go to the menu and it's like an extra mission you can play, much like the Carnival or episode Gladiolus that's coming. Uh, Two, it soups up the spells to a point where they kick ass, so it's actually fun to use them, (laughs) thus making that whole part pretty interesting. Like They actually talked quite a bit about how much complaining they got about having to switch to magics, and they were like, we really wanted to make that section fun. So we beefed up uh, the spells considerably. So, like, even afterwards, people are going to want to keep using the magic spells. Imagine that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so much to a point where, like, they actually show using some of the spells on the adamantoids and using it to freaking, like, it does something. I don't know what, what I don't know <laughs> much about the spells, but... Uh, so, yeah, that looks... So it looks really good. And with that, I can finally finish the game... Which I once again our game of the year award winner, and it's it it's really cool. And you know, Joe, if they keep mm-hmm. making changes to chapter thirteen, we're gonna have to pull a Diablo three and re-enter it in our uh, competition for game no, of the year, fine. making it possibly the first ever two time <laughs> <laughs> game of the year. <laughs> we'll have to mail uh, the guy at Square Enix two rings this time. <laughs> Yeah, I'll let you handle that. <laughs> There's like a 25 cent, 25 cent machine down at uh, Food Lion. I'll, I'll mail out to him. Uh, have you seen any of the trailers for Episode Gladiolus? I have not. Uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. Like, obviously, you're playing as Gladiolus, and the backstory, I think, is really sound. Uh, they also update the gameplay form. Like, the trailer that they show, like, it really needs some Doom music in the background. Because it is like, like the combat is the most metal anything I've ever seen in a freaking Final Fantasy fight scene. Like, Gladiolus is like, not only is he swinging the sword, of course, but he's also grabbing enemies, throwing them to the ground, stomping on their heads. He's like jumping on the backs of dragons and, I'm not kidding, punching it in the head as hard as he can <laughs> to eventually ground it. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> Like it's a very much an agen- an adrenaline rush, and uh, I'm actually real. I'm really, really looking forward to it. I'm curious to see what they do. Plus, I hear at the end, following suit, 
in such franchises as the Marvel verse and the Kaiju verse, by the way, go see Kong fun movie. <laughs> uh, there's actually a stinger at the end. I hear for episode prompto, which I'm sure will have, will lead to a verse, a chapter three, verse three, where you're controlling prompto in that one. So that'll be interesting. That last part is not confirmed. I'm just spitballing here, but I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to go up. I'm going to go play it after we're done recording. So if it's there, so <laughs> some like over here, I have to wait till like three before this stuff hits. But anyway, uh, anything else to say on uh, Final Fantasy 15, buddy? No. All righty. Sounding so excited for, for it. <laughs> All right. What else happened this week? Uh, let's see. There are various dates now uh, kind of swirling around the for the possible release of Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, Imagine first... if that game is, is all jittery and buggy. <laughs> <laughs> um, How disappointing would that be? <laughs> <laughs> John Marston's eyes are all wide. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, continue. Yeah. <laughs> Some reports uh, had that game slated for release in September. Uh, the latest reports are seeing that a a retailer accidentally posted a release date of October 3rd uh, for Red Dead Redemption 2, something that they immediately corrected to just read as December 31st, 2017, as, you know, as a generic placeholder. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. October 3rd is the current rumored release date for that, which is in line with the fall 2017 uh, that, that Rockstar has officially given us. That's kind of an interesting day for that. Like, yeah, that is a Tuesday. It makes sense. They can't have it on the 22nd, unfortunately, because that's a Sunday. Significance of that, it's my birthday, folks. So <laughs> anyone who feels free, wants to, feel free to buy me a copy of that. That would be a great present. <laughs> uh, but as far as I know, that, that'd be pretty good because uh, I don't, other than may, than like NBA 2K or WWE 2K, I can't think of any other games that, any other major, major games that come out on that month. Mm, no, yeah, it, it should be fine coming out. Like, I mean, I don't think, I'm pretty sure they could put it wherever the fuck they want. <laughs> and, and that game do just fine. You know, there's not too many games that I would agree with you on that sentiment, but you're absolutely right. <laughs> um, I think people will find their way to Red Dead Redemption 2, no matter where they put it. Um, they could announce it right now, and I'm sure people would be r- grabbing shit to sell to pawn shops. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. You need to give me that shit. <laughs> Get the... $200 collector's edition and get a real revolver. It'll be great. <laughs> there is no collector's edition coming out. All right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Like whenever they put it, I'm getting it. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely love that franchise. So I'm, oh, that will probably end up being the number one seed in our tournament. To be frank. <laughs> How did uh, Grand Theft Auto five do in our tournament that year? I think it, I actually think it got eliminated in the first round. Uh, I don't remember. I don't, definitely have to look into that yeah I, I i don't think any of us were really impressed with it at the time which is no unfortunately we were not but yeah. uh let's see that would be 2013 right yeah i believe so um i believe it lost to devil may cry wow DMC. or dmc would it be at that time or well yeah it was dmc right yeah i mean at least looking back now at least that's the way I, because all i have is the blank bracket uh i don't have the actual finished uh game of the year bracket on me um, and I think that sounds right because I believe DMC went on to lose to Metal Gear Rising that year. No, The Last of Us ended up. Winning. Well, no, no, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying uh, Rising won. I'm saying it was eventually eliminated. Ah, okay. But yeah, 
Makes sense. 2013, right? September 17th. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, we won't spend too much time here, folks. We're looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Whatever it comes out will be great. Just hopefully it'll be this year. Holiday season's going to be expensive. My God. But anyway. Always is. It's That's that's a fair point. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. What else happened? Uh, let's see. Um, Speaking of sequels. Uh, Never a shortage of those. No. <laughs> Bungie confirmed Destiny Two. All right, all that's right. Ki- that's that's kind of all they did. <laughs> it was just like Destiny Two. It's like, yeah, we know, guys. You got it. You, you have anything else to, to add to that? No. All right. See you whenever. This feels like the lightest news story. I've yeah, heard. I mean, it's like, I mean, we already knew that Destiny Two was coming this year. Um, after like weeks ago when like the, the executive board for like Activision Blizzard is like, yeah, we're working on Destiny 2 uh, for this year. It's like, okay. <laughs> so it's like, all right, we knew this weeks ago, guys. Do you have any any new information to give us? No? Uh, it's like right up there if like Rockstar were to come out and announce that there'll eventually be a Grand Theft Auto 6. Yeah, of course there is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, no shit. Uh, but yeah, I'm very curious. I'm curious to see what they've learned from this first destiny and what they put into the next one. But, uh, I don't know if it'll be one that I get at launch. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely going to keep a very safe, safe distance, uh, from destiny two until I can see what they've actually done differently. Especially if it comes out any time around, uh, when red dead two comes out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they're not going to try and squeeze that into October <laughs> or whenever. May want to wait till, first quarter of 2018 man just saying (laughs) (laughs) all right what else happened uh let's see um polyphony digital has launched a closed beta for gran turismo sport uh the upcoming gran turismo game for ps4 um they launched it on the 17th uh i don't know if it's still ongoing I i don't remember how long that's gonna run for but it definitely has started at so so i don't know if how many people got access to that closed beta uh i got access to it it was okay um i don't know it's 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 like it's it's definitely a good game it's just it's 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 just or at least the way the beta is set up it's like if you want to try the multiplayer it's like all right come in at 8 p.m it's like wait what <laughs> appointment multiplayer no <laughs> not, i'm not into the appointment multiplayer part of it but like everything the framework around it is seems pretty cool like the builder profile based on how well you race and how good your lap times are um so it's like okay i can see i i see like i see positive traits here but it's like i don't early hopefully the beta is just being weird and and hopefully for the full game they're not going to make you fucking race at set times it's like if you want to play multiplayer it's like it's like coming like i i went in there trying to do a multiplayer race it's like all right race launches at 8 p.m it's like but it's 752 <laughs> i don't want to fucking wait on this many for eight minutes what the fuck are you talking about it's like I got work in 58 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Hopefully that's just a beta cork. But yeah. overall, that seems like it's going to be real good. Excellent. You'll know better than I. So I'm... <laughs> <laughs> All right. And unless you got anything else, what else happened? Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Yes. Sega. Busy time for Sega slash Atlas here. Uh, they announced for their new Valkyria game, which is called Valkyria Revolution, which that I did be... not know about, by the way. <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't know that there was going to be another sequel. We've talked about this on several shows. Are you serious? Yeah. 
Ugh. When they announced it for Vita and stuff. Seizures are taking <laughs> their toll, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be... I mean, part of the news here is that it's coming to Xbox as well. Didn't see that coming. Um, but it's coming to PS4, Vita, uh, and Xbox One uh, for $39.99 across the board. That'll be releasing on June 30th, or June 27th, sorry, for North America, June 30th in Europe. Um, yeah, there you go. That's kind of a bummer that, that we lost that one as a, an exclusive IP. But to be fair, it's not, it took Sony this long to do anything further with it. Maybe this is finally them just saying, fuck it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because that game is coming out as, as a $40 game as well. Um, so between the pricing and the multi-platform you know, release, like, I'm kind of wondering what, how confident they are in, in being able to, to sell many very many copies of it this may be their sega essentially testing the waters to see if this can stand alone as an ip without sony for all we know well i mean sony doesn't have anything to do with it i mean it's always been a sega game they just put it on sony platforms Mm. um i think it's more of them saying hey let's see if people in america actually give a shit about valkyria because it's like man they they released you know the remastered edition of the of the original game last year um, like as good as that re-release was, like I don't think a lot of people got into it, unfortunately. Um, and you know, like that series has had diminishing returns just here in North America, just in terms of sales. Like the original game, you know, that original game was so great, uh, but I guess it didn't sell well enough for them to put it on PS3 again because Valkyria Chronicles 2 was on PSP as a as an exclusive there. Uh, and that game was good, but it's like, man, this is definitely a step down uh, from the PS3. And then Valkyria Chronicles 3 just didn't release at all in North America. Uh, so, yeah, oh, not not very optimistic for the series' future here in America. Yeah, I mean, I hope for the best of it. Like, it, you're right. Like, I've never heard, oh, this was a terrible game, Valkyria Chronicles. Like, I, from where I people I've heard of it, they always talk very fondly about the game but unfortunately it's one of those cult classics which is just a very nice way of saying it does, didn't sell well unfortunately but uh hopefully like from what i've seen it looks pretty cool also hopefully this sells well and we get to keep it around but time will tell this is not really a great year for experiments like this no it's, yeah i mean especially with so many different uh... <laughs> and it's gonna come out october 3rd no <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's coming out June 27th, you said, or July 27th? Uh, June 27th. June 27th, okay. So, so. so it's still got a, a few months, three months. To... Okay, out of all the all the things to go, be going up against, going up against uh, the Crash Bandicoot in, Insane Collection is not that bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> given a choice between those two games, like, I would probably opt for the Valkyria game, but between the changes, between like all the changes that they made to the combat, it's like, mm, I'm not sure that's something I wanted to get into really but yeah hopefully hopefully the changes end up being positive because i'm this is definitely a series that i would love to see actually succeed and not die a terrible terrible death because no one cared right on all right moving on what else happened uh let's see here um more sega news is that sonic mania uh has <laughs> is not running wild anytime soon because that game <laughs> has been delayed uh that game was supposed to come out sometime during the spring of 2017 but at a panel at south by southwest they they went ahead and said that it's being moved to the summer 
which is a shame because they at that same event they released a new gameplay trailer for it and it's like man that game looks so fucking nice uh, uh, i'm geez. i'm hopeful about this game it being a sonic game it's you kind of have to have a little bit of apprehension but at the same yes time, you yeah. do <laughs> but man like everything i've seen is like fuck that looks good did you see the artwork with the death eggs like a group of them destroying a city <laughs> no i have not it, it looks really cool <laughs> so knock on wood you're like summer is starting to get stacked yeah like uh okay does injustice come out in may or june i believe that's may okay but i mean with something like sonic mania like that's gonna be a much smaller scale game like that's like i'm sure like that's gonna be in terms of length like a very standard sonic game like, it's not going to be, like, this fucking 20-hour epic, you know? It's like, I'm trying to think of the summer. Like, if you're including May, which, if you're a movie, you do. Um, it's, like, the summer starts with Injustice 2, which also looks really good. You also have Crash. You have Valkyria. Yeah, it, It's going to end with, uh, of course, uh, War of Mordor, which, uh, if you saw that 16-minute trailer, looks freaking incredible. And... <laughs> and uh, now you have this game now, slated Sonic Mania coming out. Uh, no, I guess to, to perhaps a lesser extent, you also have Splatoon Two coming out in the summer as well. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're it's starting to get a little crowded. <laughs> For sure. Um, let's see. In other Sonic news, uh, I guess I was unaware of a new Sonic 3D game uh, that was just very, very tentatively called Project Sonic 2017. That's got an official game. That's a great or an name official name. Wow. They should not change that at all. <laughs> yeah, the official name for that is now Sonic Forces, uh, which I guess runs out a new engine, and it is more akin to like the uh, the 3D Sonic games that have been coming out in terms of you know like a Sonic Adventure style uh, platformer, which um, means I'm probably not going to play it <laughs> <laughs> because those aren't my favorite games to play. Nope, they 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 generally don't do too well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Sonic Adventure was you know that was fine. Back in the day, back in 1999, um, but man, did that—I don't know—that gameplay just did not age well. No, so. it did not. Yeah. <laughs> but go keep on keeping on with that, I guess. Yeah. Fingers crossed for Sonic, because if this one bombs, like much like Sonic Boom did, like <laughs> I, I don't know how. Like I, I, I say this at every time Sonic does poorly, but uh, but I don't know how they come back from this, like because they're putting a lot into Sonic Mania. Like they had like that whole announce conference slash party at E3. <laughs> They've been really hyping this up to be something really, really special. So I, I, I hope it does well. Yeah. All right. What else happened? Uh, let's see. Speaking of nostalgia, Malcolm, uh, Capcom is re-releasing six NES games under the Disney Afternoon umbrella, calling it the Disney Afternoon Collection. This is really smart, I felt. It's 80% of a good idea. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, the games included in uh, in this uh, collection here are uh, DuckTales, DuckTales 2, uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Chippendale Rescue Rangers 2, Darkwing Duck, and uh, Tailspin. That's the thing. Those are the six games being included here. Uh, it'll release on April 18th for $20. Uh, it'll be out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. That's essentially like four or five full Nintendo games you're getting for 20 bucks. So that that that's a good deal for that, I feel. And 
you know, DuckTales is a classic, fondly remembered. Uh, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, which uh, was a very fun rental for me over the weekend. Like, I, I enjoyed the hell out of that game. And I played it for an entire weekend all the way through to beat it. it, it that, I can attest, is a fun game. Darkwing Duck is a, a fun ga- game, much in the same vein as DuckTales and Chippendale's. Tailspin, um, that that's going to be the wild card of the group, because I never played that game. Uh, did you, Joe, out of curiosity? No, the only game I've played out of all of these is uh, is DuckTales. And even then, that was only when DuckTales Remastered came out. Um, yeah, so I haven't played any of the other games, really. Uh, well, like I said, like all those games were very solid. They were fun times. Uh, is DuckTales 2 in there, out of curiosity? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, and did you say there was a Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers 2? Yeah. I, I, that I did not know. So, all right, so... That, four five six <laughs> games okay so that's number one the marketing on that is really cool as a disney afternoon because like all those shows were part of the disney afternoon in one way shape or form right <laughs> and uh all the all the games are pretty solid so that's a collection to get in my opinion yeah it's strange that they're not that they're not releasing these nes games on like the switch because like i feel like that'd be a very appropriate home for you for would, the games you would think <laughs> as you know as nintendo games uh like, and the Switch being such a great fit for, you know, like, that'd be a great th- game collection to take on with you on the go, you know? Hmm. Uh, it's very strange that they're not including it there. I will admit that that is, uh, it's interesting how the Switch is now affecting my purchases on certain <laughs> games. And it's like, do I want to play this on my TV or would this be a good one to take with me on the go? So it's good on Switch for doing that, but... Uh... Yeah, you think this would be a no-brainer on the Switch. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's weird. But, uh, yeah, I feel it's a solid get, so go get it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you. Put that on the back of the <laughs> screen or whatever. <laughs> the download screen. <laughs> All right. What else uh, What else was announced, mentioned, or priced or whatever this week? Month. Uh, let's see. Uh, right, we touched on this a little bit Uh about half an hour ago but yeah battle.net is no more sir mm. battle.net is is simply just part of blizzard as it i mean it, nothing's actually changed in terms of like how battle.net works or multiplayer works for blizzard games um like this is just like battle.net is just a really it's really just a holdover from one like online of a simpler a multiplayer time. yeah from a simpler time <laughs> when online multiplayer was so much more archaic and and like dial up speed yeah, literally, like, playing, like, Diablo 2 over Dial Up or, or fucking, you know, StarCraft over over your DSL connection, things like that. When it's like, yeah, maybe you have to point your, your Netscape browser over to Battle.net uh, to hook up with your, with your pals if you try to play Diablo 2. Um, but, yeah, like, even, like, as, you know, multiplayer, you know, evolved and all that, like, obviously, multiplayer uh, experiences got much more seamless and battle.net was really just their their name for for their online service a la you know playstation network or xbox live um they don't charge for their multiplayer service but you know that's kind of what it always has been um so yeah like that the end of an era yeah exactly like in the end i guess this means nothing because i don't know it doesn't feel like battle.net was used that much towards the end there but like i remember battle.net as a kid like this when I was playing the original Diablo, that was the server that I was playing on. So it's yeah, man. It's kind of sad to see it go. Like mm, it's like moment of silence for Battle.net. Battle.net. Dot, 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 dot. 
because that's how that works. All right. Yeah. All right. So thank you for the memories, buddy. But all right, moving on, Joe. What else happened? <laughs> uh, let's see. So also, speaking of Battle.net, I guess, or Blizzard in general, um, yeah, Diablo 3's seasons are finally coming to console. And once again, in our game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm excited about this. Uh, not only got the update to seasons, but uh, part of the updates is now we have, I think they're called primal weapons, which is the next is essentially the perfect role as they call it in the game, even though you're not rolling, but uh-huh. essentially the perfect version of that weapon to take you to yet another level in kicking ass in Diablo three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, didn't they have an expansion coming soon for this also? Yeah. That's uh, the necromancer pack, which gives you yet another character to play with, which I cannot wait for. Mm. No, but I thought there was like something more substantial to that, but I guess not. Right. I don't think so. Like, I know, like, in January, they did the whole uh, Diablo 1 retro right. thing. Right. But that's, that's of course, ended. Uh, but uh, yeah, I can't, like, I, I think it was just a character. I don't know if they gave, like, new levels or whatnot. Essentially, it's, like, new gameplay for this guy. But, uh, yeah, as far as I know, that's it. And then, of course, you got the whole seasons thing, which, you know, you create a seasonal character, which gets all the stuff. And once the season's done, he becomes he gets transferred to your regular roster somehow. So, yeah, Diablo okay. three, it's like the most supported game in the world. still. <laughs> no, like, I mean, I mean, God bless Blizzard, because they they update all of their games like pretty frequently. Yeah, like Overwatch like they... got a new character, I think. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't even mean like the games that they've been making like the last few years like i'm talking about like diablo 2 still gets updates <laughs> seriously uh, yeah uh they just updated the original starcraft uh it's like all right yeah good on you guys um i mean the news for that Star for starcraft is that they i mean it's not pertinent to us as a playstation show but like they're remastering that original game and making the original version of it free to play um so they updated that for that oh, uh, nice. Yeah, so if you somehow haven't played StarCraft, get on that, because you can do it for free now. Um, but yeah, that's 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 just part of how Blizzard operates. It's like, yeah, we're going to support this game for as long as we're alive. All right on. Uh, yeah, I can't take anything away from that. Uh, that's It's why I keep playing Diablo 3, which was uh, on the PS4 since launch, I believe, or at least for a good chunk of that. Yeah. So yeah, like, it's one of the few games that I can just pick up and play at any time and not be lost at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's good stuff. All right, moving on. Let's see. Um, there was a scare, Malcolm, with Persona 5 recently, in which Amazon was just kind of canceling pre-orders for, for that, uh, specifically for the Steelbook and the, what is it, Steal Your Heart Special Edition? I forget what it's, the Take Your Heart Special yeah, Edition. That's the one with the PlayStation controller, right? skin or something no no they that's gonna be the just regular vanilla game uh, <laughs> i think that, that's like that's like i guess it's a make good for people who weren't able to pre-order the steelbook and, and special edition in time it's like all right at least get yourself a little controller skin um but yeah the the problem here was that anything with the steelbook which is basically the launch edition of the game uh and the special edition uh yeah amazon was just canceling pre-orders for them because uh according to the email sent to to, to to customers it said this is because this item contains regulated materials classified as dangerous goods and cannot be delivered by amazon uh the cancellation email read 
Although the amount of these substances in these products is usually quite limited, these products need to be transported in a certain way to ensure that they are handled with care. Um, but yeah, after after that bizarre kind of occurrence, uh, Atlas has since confirmed that uh, there was some sort of mix-up to blame for, for the error. They said, quote, uh, this morning we were surprised to learn that Persona 5 Take Your Heart Premium Edition cancellations with Amazon. Uh, after waiting patiently during the day, we received word and can confirm to you that what we've always known, that there's nothing defective or dangerous about our product. Uh, while there have been cancellations, we understand that only a tiny number of Amazon sales have been affected. Uh, no mass cancellations of the premium and steelbook conditions have occurred. Uh, so hopefully, uh, if you were one of the unfortunate people to or one of the people to unfortunately have your pre-order canceled, hopefully that's something that was squared away. Uh, because, yeah, this, this game, I, I assume, is very hotly pre-ordered because um, pre-orders are sold out for, for the Steelbook and, and Special Edition. So. Man, uh, Amazon is really being weird with video game pre-orders as of late, I have to say. Yeah, it's been a real crappy month for Amazon video game sales. Um, like, that whole fucking debacle with my switch was really annoying that i didn't care for mm. uh me having to go through like a bunch of different channels to to ensure that i got one on day one uh but ultimately that i guess that sorted itself out but yeah that was disappointing. oh yeah and if it wasn't for the fact that they give you 20 percent off i would have like long passed on it as an option to get games nowadays like now i'm actually using gamestop just because it there's greater certainty of me getting the game with GameStop as opposed to Amazon, which is crazy to think right now. But I mean, not to sound like too much of a show here, but I, I like like I've been using Best Buy as as my place to buy mostly because I mean, hey, it's convenient as hell. I work there; it's like I just grab the game I want at work and go. Um, but they've got their twenty percent off thing as well uh, for thirty bucks. Like you pay thirty bucks, and that's good for two years uh, to get twenty percent off. That's a pretty good way to go. Hey. Like, and that's a permanent twenty percent off as well. It's not like with Amazon, it's twenty percent off for like the first week of the game being out, and then it's back to regular price. Uh, the Best Buy thing is good even on sale prices. So. Joe, if you were in Raleigh with your Best Buy, I would totally shop there. But sadly, <laughs> you're not, so I must deal. I I don't understand how me working next to you would change that, but all right. Well, one, you would be here, which would make these podcasts a lot more fun. Number two. <laughs> Number two, uh, the main reason I go to that GameStop still is because Rob so is awesome, as I've il- illustrated on the show a few times now. Uh, anything else to say on uh, this one right here, buddy? Uh, no. Well, I've actually got some breaking news that I want to share here on the show before you continue here. Okay. All right. And this is literally just went out on Twitter as we were recording. Telltale's Guardian of the Galaxy will premiere next month. Oh. As Telltale's Guardian of the Galaxy series will debut on April 18th on PS4, Xbox One, PC, iOS, and Android. Basically everywhere. Yeah. That Telltale releases game. And it will cost $4.99 or your local equivalent with a retail version of the game set to launch on May 5th or 2nd, excuse me, May 2nd in North America. It'll launch May 5th and everywhere else. And, uh, there will be a season pass, though it doesn't mention anything on this uh, Euro. I'm on Eurogamer.net, by the way. Uh, it doesn't mention anything about a season pass, but I imagine it would be somewhere around the area of twenty four ninety nine. That seems to be the normal price. And just some names here: Scott Porter as Star Lord, and of course, you can't have a video game with voices without Nolan North. 
who will assume <laughs> the role of Rocket Raccoon. So, of course. so there you go. Are you excited about this one, Joe? Yeah, I'm always excited to see uh, what Telltale has up their sleeve. Me too, especially. I'm curious what they do with this franchise after seeing what they did with Batman, which was a fun experience, as you recall. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he goes, eh, but he made like this big thing about it being a part of their Game of the Year tournament. I'm like, okay, it's in. And like, yeah, okay, it's voted out in the first round of the Cinderella thing. I'm like, okay, right on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming by. But anyway, but yeah, I'm excited. But anyway, next story, Joe. What else happened this week? Uh, let's see. Less exciting, but still pretty cool, I think, here, is that uh, Sony has updated the Media Player app on PlayStation 4 Pro to support 4K video. Yeah, so just to make sure there are no confusions here, because I had to reread this a few times, too, from different sites to make sure I had everything sorted. This does not mean it can play 4K Blu-ray or anything like that. No, no. This is the Media Player app that you download separately on the PlayStation Store. Um this is for when you want to like plug in a USB stick uh, to to play videos off of. Um, you can now do it with 4K video. So yeah, so like, so does that mean like if I get like a now this is merely for a USB stick? If I like buy a 4K movie from like say Vudu, will it do the same effect, or is it only if I have it downloaded on a fork on a USB stick or something? No, yeah, no, this is just stuff that you're playing. Uh, on your USB stick or or a home server, um, anything like on Voodoo or, or Netflix, you know that's up to those apps to update for that. Gotcha. Um, that's going to be quite quite the USB stick that has a 4K video movie on it. But anyway, <laughs> well, I mean, it just depends on the capacity. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like USB sticks are pretty pretty cheap nowadays for pretty good capacity. Mm, so. That's true too. Uh, but yeah, this is pretty good. I mean, it's still not playing uh, Blu-ray discs, but at the very least. You can download the movie and what have you, which sure. yeah. If you want, if you want to download, you know, like a thirty-five gig file for a movie, uh, put that on a stick. You know, more power to you. There you go. Say, hey, sixty-four gigabyte sticks are pretty affordable now. For <laughs> All right, but so this is cool. Uh, much like Blizzard supports its games, it's good to know Sony is still cranking out uh, updates to further along the PS4. I mean, it wasn't that long ago we finally got the ability to use external hard drives on ours, and now we got 4K playback, so <laughs> not bad. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, let's see. Another Telltale news. Um, let's see. The Walking Dead, A New Frontier, Episode 3 will be available starting today, hmm. March 28th. Uh, there you go. <laughs> you got more to add. You going to play that afterwards? Uh, I am. That's I when that the first two episodes launched together uh in December. Those were really fucking good. Like as as good as as The Walking Dead's been uh from Telltale Games and from a technical standpoint, uh like Telltale Games have never run or looked better, so I'm very excited for for this season. Sweet. Uh and hopefully we'll start cranking out some more episodes a little more quickly. Gotcha. Yeah, because they were like, yeah, the first two episodes launch in December. It's like, oh, shit. Um, and then I think for three months, it's like, <laughs> fuck, okay. I'm curious to see how, if uh, Guardians will affect things with that, too, going forward. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to pretend to know what the fuck their development schedule is like over there, because sometimes, sometimes they get them out quick. Usually not, but sometimes they do. So who knows? Like Batman came out on a monthly basis. So. Yeah, Batman was pretty quick. Like, yeah. Like part of me wonders if that was DC breathing down their necks. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't giving you three months. Come on. 
Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I do need to go back and replay the other two seasons just to catch me back up with uh, poor Clementine and her descent and becoming Michonne too or whatever. <laughs> <It's good. laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so you got anything else? Uh, not for that. All but, right. Uh, what else happened? Uh, let's see. Drawn to death. Um, was the... drawn to death. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is David Jaffe's latest game. This kind of like hand, like this kind of uh, pen and paper kind of visual game. Uh, the shooter that they're working on uh, is coming to PlayStation Plus on April 4th. Uh, that game will be launching for free for a PlayStation Plus subscriber. Um, yeah, there you go. I don't know. I don't know what to make of this game, to be honest. Me neither. It was one of those, like, you see it at the conference in, like, a quick trailer, and they're like, okay, it looks cool, but then we didn't hear anything else about it for, like, eons. Yeah, like, there was a beta for it uh, a little while ago, but, like, I heard nothing about it one way or another, uh, even during the beta. It's like, well, okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, and now it's going to be out uh, next week uh, for free, if you're a Plus subscriber. Well, I hope it's good. <laughs> yeah, I guess, but, man, all right, sure. Like, I think it was like, we heard nothing about it, and then, like, we hear about it in time to he- to hear, oh, it's out in two, two weeks. So, like, well, what? <laughs> yeah, um... Not like not like not super encouraging. <laughs> All right, but once again, much like with Sonic Mania, fingers crossed. All right, what else happened? Uh, that's actually all I got. Really? Yeah. All right, just gonna t- check Twitter really quick here to make sure nothing happened while we're gone. See, Little Big Planet's got Andromeda DLC. That'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and no, sir. It looks like we did it. We did it. We, we we did it. We made it. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Raw Tag Team title match at WrestleMania is now a ladder match. That's the last story. <laughs> okay. Well, thank God. All right, folks. That does it for this episode of the Firmware Update, our special news edition here for you. Thank you so much for sticking with us for how long did we go for? Oh, almost two hours. That's not that. Not as bad as I was <laughs> thinking it would be. All right, folks. Once again, uh, th- thanks so much. If you like what you heard, you can keep up with every episode as it comes. comes by following us on iTunes. If you got an Apple device, just go to the podcast app and look us up. The firmware update. And there you are. Click on subscribe and you'll get every episode as it comes. Also, if you leave us a five-star review and something written, it really helps us out and gets our name out there, so we appreciate it. If, also, if you've got an Android device, never fear. You can also use uh, such apps as Pocket Cast, which is a nice little uh, app that we recommend for $3.99. allows you to not only stream, but download our episodes on there as they come. Uh, if you don't want to spend the four bucks, well, we're on such apps as Stitcher Radio, which is available on once again both uh, both Apple and Android, and you can stream us right there for free on Wi-Fi. Uh, but if you'd rather just download it old school style, well, just head over to thefirmup.com, our little website where you get every episode as they come, as well as articles written by Joe Garcia. And if you want to follow us. On our Twitter account, it's at the firm up dot. It's at the firm up where we where we not only post but we uh, send the latest news and what have you, so you can keep up along with us on the latest goings on the world. Also, I'm at PS Malk for myself, 
and at Wands23 for Joe. And once again, if you have any, we'll be doing a few review shows. First upcoming probably is the Switch, followed by Zelda, and quite a few games. If you have any questions or uh, points that you want us to discuss on those shows or future firmware updates, mailbag at thefirmup.com. That's right, right? Yeah. Okay. Mailbag at thefirmup.com. Um, uh, right in, and we'll read you on the air, and we'll talk about whatever you want us to discuss on the topic. So send us there. And, Joe, is there anything else I'm forgetting? Uh, no, just look forward to a Patreon at some point uh, once we hammer that down. Yeah, once I get a computer, which screen will stay on, that will <laughs> start getting work on that. That is coming soon once again, folks, as well as upcoming is uh, we'll be switching our RSS feed to Podbeam, so keep an eye out on that too. Folks, we'll keep you up to date, and we'll see you next time. See you later. Yeah. Yeah.